Hello everyone, welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode with Allison Lane is a check-in post-4th of July, uh, pre-unemployment insurance running out. Uh, Allison has been on the show literally hundreds of times. If you go to youmethemeverybody.com, you could hear all of her appearances on the show. You could also donate to our Patreon. It's in this podcast description and on our About page. Uh, and for some context, this is from the Seattle Times from December 1st. 2019. According to pinballmap.com, Seattle has 484 pinball machines out for public play. That's a pinball to person ratio of one for every 1,835, making Seattle the number two pinball city in the country, which pretty much means the world. Portland is in first place with a ratio of one to every 1,141, while other cities trail far behind. Chicago, one for every 14,524. New Orleans, one for every 20,700. And New York, for one for every 20,743. Figure out why I'm talking about that if you keep listening. So the last time we chatted, you were a little concerned about the 4th of July. How was the 4th of July weekend in Washington, D.C.? I think it was pretty mild, I guess. Okay. Um, it wasn't great. There was definitely a a Trump rally mm-hmm. where they were agitating protesters who are Black Lives Matter protesters, but uh, it wasn't great. But it was it was a lot better than I expected it was going to be. That was on the National Mall, correct? I think so. Yes. Now, it, based on photos and stuff like that, it didn't seem that big. Like the problem. The Trump rally. Yeah. Like the Trump rally, I don't think it drew as many people as people as some might have expected. Yeah, I don't think so. It did either. Oh, so sad he can't do numbers. That's embarrassing. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know how your neighborhood was. My neighborhood was very fireworks happy. Um, how how has your fireworks been for the last few days? Um, they've actually calmed down a bit, but the Fourth of July was insane. Yeah. <laughs> how was the Fifth of fire- July? The Fifth of July was Sunday. If that helps. Uh, I was hungover that day, so I didn't watch any fireworks. (laughs) The 5th of July, (laughs) to me, was worse because the 4th of July, you expect it, whatever. They're going off Mm -hmm. everywhere. That's part of the deal. Like, you live in this country, you get fireworks on the 4th, whatever. The 5th of July, though, was really bad because it wasn't nearly as many, but the ones that were were literally in front of our house, and they were like the huge mortar shells, so it was like raining debris on the house until like 10.30. That's not not fun because we have a kid, so like... It wasn't a fun time. Also, this just like fire all over your house. So yeah, 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 and it hadn't rained for a while. I'm very grateful for the last two nights of like downpour and flooding that we've had. So I, I'd rather have that. I um, I don't even know. Okay. I, I, I you know I thought the fireworks were fun. I get that you don't like fireworks. I thought they were tight. I hate fireworks. I've made multiple music videos featuring fireworks because I hate them so much. I've come to accept that like, no matter what, it's not about me. I'm never going to win this fight. Even if I move <laughs> to a different country, I'm probably never going to win this fight. It's just part of the deal with being alive in this era and probably many eras before it. Oh, well, moving on. Did you eat hot dogs this weekend? I had a hot dog yesterday, but only because it was one day past the expiration. And I know, and we noticed that like, oh, hot dogs are one day past the expiration. I should eat a hot dog so they don't go bad. <laughs> I also had a hot dog yesterday. It was tight. So <laughs> you, I'm assuming you had a fun 4th of July because you were hungover on the 5th. What did you do on the 4th? I actually, I gave out supplies to protesters at Malcolm X Park. 
uh, and uh, supplied some protesters who were doing a march. Um, so I did that. Mm-hmm. And then turns out that this is really stressful. And um, I forgot to eat food that day. Mm-hmm. So I had two orange crushes and that was it. For the people that don't know, Orange Crush is an alcoholic drink. It is. It's not just an REM song. So uh, you were, it, uh, and also for the people that don't know, it was very hot. It was. We're on our, we're, today will be the 13th consecutive day in Washington, D.C. with temperatures above 90 degrees. Uh, the fourth was very, very hot. It did not rain. Sun was out and shining, and you just had alcohol. <laughs> And that doesn't seem like a good combination. No, I had, I had a handful of beef jerky and water, and then when I was done, I had the alcohol. I wasn't drinking all day. So you wanted, many- you wanted to make sure that your body had some nourishment, so you had, like, the saltiest protein possible. <laughs> it's like, when will I learn how to feed myself, Brandon? <laughs> you- I, I don't get it. Did you have fun? Yeah, I had a great time. Good, 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 good. Um, this is awesome. Did you watch the... I'm assuming you watched the fireworks from your roof? I watched it from a patio. Okay. So, yeah, it was tight. So, you were not still at the park, Malcolm X Park, during the fireworks? No, 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 no. Okay, where were you during the... Uh, once it was dark on July 4th, where were you? Lyman's Tavern. With, and they're open? Yeah. Just the patio or... Like, Just the patio. Oh, okay. So okay. what? Ly- Lyman's is what, like two blocks from your house? It's across the street. That's that's convenient. <laughs> it's kind of the it's it's great and it's terrible. Do you <laughs> what you want to want to do with it? Before the end of May, when I was seeing you, you were very socially distanced. You were very um, aware of the mask situation. Are you mm-hmm. still wearing a mask at all times? Oh, absolutely. And okay. I and uh places like Lyman's, um there's a few other bars where like you have to go up to a service window mm-hmm. with your mask on and then you sit at your table like so you're not really in contact with uh people who are working. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of what I prefer. Sure. Like I don't want to I don't want to put anybody else in danger. I prefer like to not have a server right now, but mm-hmm. like I would like to sit outside and eat. Okay. Have you done that? <laughs> Last time we spoke, you sat outside inside at La Diplomat. Have you done that since? I'm not going back to La Diplomat. Why is that? Because because it just felt really bougie. Okay. I don't need that luxury right now. I mean, I prefer luxury always because I feel like as a black person in America, I deserve it. Mm-hmm. It's a reparation for me. However... I just don't want to be like in a restaurant right now. Sure. It's just, it's unnecessary. It's, it's, it's extra. Lyman's is a neighborhood bar. It's not a dive bar. It's a neighborhood bar. Uh, it's yeah, a neighborhood shop bar. bar and they're known for their pinball and you can't go inside to play pinball. I can't. It's weird. Pinball was never a big thing for me. Although I went on a date with a Viking one time and he really loves, he's talked about that bar all the time. He still texts me. He's like, have you gone to that flipper bar? He calls it flipper. If, <laughs> you should recommend the great city of Seattle to him because uh, Seattle and Portland have amazing pinball scenes. 
Really? Why? I think it's because the weather out there is conducive to pinball, so the machines don't deteriorate. They're not facing those like super harsh winters or they're super hot summers. So like it's why like Florida and LA it doesn't make sense, but also why like I don't know, Minneapolis and Boston it doesn't make sense for pinball because like think about every time the door opens in a bar. Like mm-hmm. that's weather in and out. I think for some reason the Pacific Northwest climate is better to preserve pinball machines is my guess. That's so weird. It's a total uh, guess, but it kind of makes sense, right? Maybe. So I, my last college boyfriend is now like a pinball, like champion. Sure. Like pinball competitions. <laughs> sure. But he's from Pittsburgh. So like, I don't understand. They, they have a huge scene there as well is That's what I'm great. getting at. Well, DC has a huge player scene. But uh, I remember going to Portland and Seattle and they had like like pinball maps of the city where like here are the 40 best bars to play pinball at. Do we think this is just like a thing that's just in these places? I think that pinball actually has a larger following than we were giving credit for. Oh, for sure. A hundred percent. But it had a it had a mini renaissance, I'd say, in the last five years. Even in D.C., Black Cat started a league. Oh, my God. But there's not that many places to play pinball in Washington, D.C., you're right. There That's why not. when Lyman's opened up with pinball, it was like, oh, this is the new pinball bar. Well, I like Lyman's. I think they're nice. And they have hot dogs. <laughs> they, have- <laughs> they have a really good chili dog, I would suggest. God, I-, I could not tell you the last time I had a chili dog. Bro. Bro. I am- okay, what are you looking forward to now? Because there are... Holidays that we all look forward to for obvious reasons. Your most recent two holidays have been very probably unexpected from what you thought was going to happen at the start of the year. Um, mm-hmm. w- what are you looking forward to on the calendar right now? Oh, my goodness. Is there anything? Anything? Yeah. I have no idea. Because what I'm really looking forward to is when they figure out if they're going to give us more money from the government, that'd be tight. So, so like, yeah, that's, not- that's the thing. I, I, I'm on the same page as you. I, I feel like now, now that the fourth has passed, mm-hmm. what's all, all that's left now is economic anxiety. Where before the fourth, it was uh, the potential for uh, violence from uh, the right on the fourth anxiety. <laughs> And yeah. now, now that that's passed, okay, what's next? The only thing that's next is when the unemployment goes, well, not goes away, but when the federally backed insurance unemployment goes away. So, well, there's a, well, the, there also that, like I did, or that to, to add to that, there's also, I guess there's another big march in August. Oh, is this the, like, this is the George Floyd march, right? The one that the families participating in and organizing? There's the big George Floyd's march, and I think that's also like a, I think it's like a million man march okay 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 but that one feels way more like a million man march or a march for our lives or women's march like not what you're doing does that make sense it does but also like does anything i mean i i I, i'm at this point i'm just assuming there's gonna be police violence because everything i've been doing is mostly peaceful Hmm. and they're still trying to attack people so yeah. i do think perspective with that one um i'm gonna respectfully disagree with that one <laughs> 
surprise. You disagree with me? Just because I think when all I like think about the women's march, how many arrests were there? There was zero. The, There's mostly white women as well. So I don't dis- ex- oh, 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 trust me, the white women will definitely play a factor in this march as well. If there's that much, it's not in white women like the women's march was. So there's, but there's there's when there's that much planning ahead and there's that much like people will be able to travel versus mm-hmm. what now it's mostly people from D.C., Maryland, Virginia because it's like a daily thing. You're not going to be able to travel from like Ohio to attend this thing. But if but if you know this date months in advance, you could totally attend this march and, and be safe and travel from afar play with place does that make sense well what's your point i think they're going to be a lot more people and i think there will be like white families vacationing at the george floyd march in washington dc i don't think that it's going to be centered and it's like a white family community thing but i don't think it's going to be centered in a white family community thing but i think it's going to draw it's like a thing but i i think perhaps my awareness as a black person is that there's still the potential for violence. Oh yeah, for sure. And it's, I mean, it's a large gathering of black people. And that doesn't mean that like days before there'll be other things that are happening. It's like going to be a whole event. So that's true. But when that's in the, that's in August. Yeah. Okay. That's August. Yeah. But other than that, like, I don't know, Thanksgiving, like what I like, I don't even know what to look forward to because I don't know what's happening. Like I don't even, I'm like still trying to figure out if I'm going back to work or not. Yeah. So what's the update on that? I have no idea. It's very strange. I went to work. I, I bartended for the first time in months last week. Is this the one where you did on that wharf? On the wharf. Yeah. Okay. And that was interesting. It was outside. And I don't know if I would feel comfortable bartending inside, like near people, like, it's just a weird time. But then I'm also like, I guess I have to go back to work. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> but also, I'm thriving in unemployment. I'm doing really good. <laughs> <laughs> like, possibly the best I've ever done in my adult life. Financially or emotionally? Or both? Emotionally and professionally. Got Fiscally, it. questionable, but I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've made huge strides. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? It's a weird time. Yeah, I'm at this point where I don't think it's that dissimilar in terms of like timeline, but like now is when the anxiety is really hitting. Mm-hmm. Where I've I don't know what to do next, and it's not even financially based. Um, because I get no, that's a lie. It is financially based, but it's not unemployment insurance and based it's there are no jobs based (laughs) and that's the thing so when this first hit as soon as i was gone from furlough to laid off i had the next job in line i had the next job in line i had the next job in line in terms of applications right but there that's it i've applied to everything that's actually applicable to my skill set that's not like working for a foreign agent like if I wanted to work for China right now in journalism, totally could do that. I could do that tomorrow. If I wanted to work for Russia, I could do that tomorrow. But since I don't want to be that, there aren't any places that are even open. It's got to be yeah. the exact same thing in hospitality. There's nothing that's reasonable. If you want to, if you want to go risk your life, you could totally do that. 
I could. It'd be great. But that's it. That's that's. <laughs> there's nothing reasonable right now. And when I say nothing, that's what I mean. There's nothing reasonable right now. And nothing. That's where the anxiety is. It's not even like a money thing. It's a. I mean, it's a money thing. It's a different type of money thing. It's a different type of money thing, but it's also like I feel we're in that place in our adulthood when we're in our 30s mm-hmm. and you're just supposed to be either moving up into something else or like it's normal to make a career change at this time in our lives. Mm-hmm. But it's like what career change are we going into and what sort of like out like what I guess I hate to say that we're we're validated by our jobs in society, but like not knowing which, where to place yourself is like a weird anxiety to have. Oh, for sure. And yeah. Absolutely. Yes. It's like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm yeah. 30. I, sh- and I should thing, have done something. The thing about this is it's not even a 30 thing. You could place a... That's not true. If you're in your 20s, like this was how my 20s was and there wasn't a pandemic. You know what I mean? But if, if you're in your 40s or 50s and you're in any of these type of jobs, it's the same deal. It's not that different. I just can't speak from a 40s and 50s place, but I can speak from 30s. Like I knew where I... I knew I'd probably be making a career change at this time in my life, but I did not anticipate it would be due to a pandemic. And then navigating a pandemic uh, where there are no jobs yeah. to be sought after. So I still work on myself. <laughs> I like, what am I? Is that it? I, I just, just keep thinking how I would behaving would be behaving without a child. Like I, I cannot answer that question because this show gives me some semblance of normality mm-hmm. in an, in a not normal time and and I realize it's it's hack to say this isn't normal especially over the last 4 years but it's one of those things where like if we don't acknowledge it it becomes normal does that make sense Yeah okay so I realize it's hack but I had to do it anyways I think I might be doing this show for like 6 hours a day every day and the only really? reason why it wouldn't be eight hours a day is because I need to like edit the audio and to do a bunch of stuff in post. So I would be doing it like 10 to 12 hours a day. Yeah. And I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing because I find this is the closest I have to fulfillment right now. Right. Um, one of the aspects of the show has been completely taken away for reasons beyond my control, unless I want to be incredibly mean in terms of health and put people's lives at risk for the dumbest shit possible. So I'm not going to do that. Yeah. So I'm. I think I'm doing what I can, but it's. I'm realizing now, July going into this, starting in March, my circle is not expanding at the rate of which I like, and mm-hmm. that's not good. I am assuming your circle has expanded in a wonderful way, in ways it's, that you did not expect. It's crazy that you say that because I literally had this conversation last night. Like one of my biggest anxieties right now is because my circle is expanding. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't really place a lot of value in popularity because it's fleeting and it's also it's often based on shit that like is superficial mm-hmm. and I don't really I have a real problem with it. Also, for the past ten years I've lived in DC, I've pretty much had the same friends. Mm-hmm. And I haven't really like I've had people that I met and I consider them acquaintances, but like my group of friends in DC are so they're family. We're we're all family, and, like, and it's been really hard to not be able to see you or you know our other group of friends. And I've had to learn to trust other people mm-hmm. very quickly, and it's weird. I didn't expect to be making friends um, in a pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and like needing to like develop like new ways like for to be social in a pandemic so it's like discovering a different part of myself and like being vulnerable um to a lot more people not only like as a friendship but also like as a new business owner mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like as a weird new figure in dc which is a whole nother thing that i wasn't expecting to happen mm-hmm. i was fine with d-list i was real cute with it but now it's just like what is what is this so i'm gonna like i'm gonna yeah i'm expanding my perception of myself and learning how to navigate that space and it is strange and also i'm not getting paid to do it so like what the fuck (laughs) yeah that's the show that's what like that's that's my last 12 years of my life i clearly have a bigger advantage of it than you because i started this not during a pandemic and yeah I have built-in friendship tests that I didn't even realize I had until they were they were like established for years. Like doing the live show is the best way to meet someone in a, in a weird way to me. The best way to meet someone because you have eight to fifteen minutes to share with them on a stage, and then if you like it, it continues, and if you don't, it doesn't, and that's perfectly fine. And I can't think of another relationship like that. I don't think it exists. Yeah. Oh, well. I mean, it's not similar from, like, I guess working at a bar. No, because I'm not stuck. And I could be mean to someone if I need to, or I could kick them out if I need to without really disrupting anything or worry about violence. Where when I was a bartender, if I did that, violence could happen. And Mm -hmm. arguments could happen. And there's a money exchange. But what we do is not that. And that's what it's a lot easier than if you're bartender. You've done both. I'm assuming this is a lot easier than bartender. Yeah. Depending <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this is this is easy. This is this is this is fun. Um bartender is fun too. It's just different. What do you hope happens in the next week in your life? Money. I don't really care. <laughs> and maybe maybe a chicken parmesan. <laughs> <laughs> 